Welcome back to another episode of Season 5 of the RAG Podcast. As you guys know by now, this is the number one podcast across the recruitment sector globally. And we've always been on a mission to help recruitment agencies grow by interviewing founders and telling their stories of success from startup all the way to scale up and exit. Well, this season, we're a little bit different. How do you, as a recruitment leader and founder, maintain your family and friendships whilst being the best person at work? How do you stay physically fit mentally and emotionally? And how do you find time for yourself in the madness? How do you find time for self-interest, for hobbies and self-improvement? Well, to help you with this, I'm going to be interviewing someone every single week that can demonstrate experience in one or more of these areas. So I'm going to talk to recruitment founders and also some experts from outside the industry who can deep dive into things like relationships and health and well-being. So sit back, relax, and I hope you enjoy today's show. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the RAG podcast with me, Sean Anderson. And I am delighted to be joined um, by nobody today. This episode is brought to you slightly differently. I've pre-recorded this. You should be seeing this live on Wednesday, the uh, 16th of February 2022. Um, I've just travelled um, and therefore, I've, found, I've not been able to record an episode this week with a guest. But last week, I was in London at the Recruitment Agency Expo, and I recorded my talk in front of a packed room of recruitment leaders. And I thought, what better opportunity than this week sharing that talk in full with you guys? Effectively, the exact audience that was in the room and the people that have been listening to me for the last three years. So this is all about five weekly tips any recruiter can adopt to build a personal brand on LinkedIn. As you know, I've been in recruitment marketing now for over five years, and I was in recruitment for seven years before that. I was a top billing recruiter who did everything in what I would say an old-fashioned way. But it, over the last five years, I've built Hoxo to the point where most of the business has been generated by my personal brand, which generates about a million views a month on LinkedIn now. And I'm currently coaching over 2,700 recruiters every single week on how to build a personal brand on LinkedIn. So there are I've broken it down into most simple things for you. It's five tips. All of it will be, it'll make sense, it'll resonate. It's not overly complex, but it will be things. If you take this and, and listen and think, right, I'm going to try it, the five tips will add significant value to the, firstly the reach and awareness of your profile, how many people see you on LinkedIn, which is important, and then your ability to turn that into phone calls and sales and the rest of it. So I, you know, this was a live event. It was last week in London and I shared some real value um, and I hope you get value out of it today as well. And now before I do uh, move to that session, as always, we have sponsors today. We're sponsored by our friends, Vincere, who I was stood with at the expo last week, talking on their stand. Now for the very first time, Vincere is opening up their roadmap for customers to look at their product. Um, and they've got this Vinny customer community center now that's going to be a place for you to share ideas, vote for features and tell them what you want them to build um, as they walk through their operating system journey with you. So they want you to give them direct feedback and they're going to give you access to be able to do that, to talk directly to their product teams, etc. So there is a link in the chat and connected to this episode, which allows you to go straight in and start asking for what you want from the platform. Secondly, I want to mention District 4. 
Um, again, another partner of ours who provides support for experienced recruiters to launch their own business. Now, District 4 are offering a really impressive startup packages to people that, you know, it's going to include taking, taking care of your back office and implementing a suite of technology products, meaning that anyone who wants to lead a recruitment business can focus on what they do best, which is providing a service to candidates and clients. Um, but they also work with people that have already started growing their business and, and just don't enjoy the back office bit, you know? So if you're thinking about launching your business or you're already in the early stages and it's not moving in the way that you want, speak to the guys about the kind of support they can provide. Launching a business, business successfully, I know this takes hard work and preparation and being surrounded by the right people is massive. So even if you aren't planning anything for a few months, um, get the support now. I remember Hoxo was planned for like two years and I wish I'd have had someone like this to talk to back then. So visit the link again in the chat, www.district4.io forward slash Hoxo um, and find out if they can help you. Right, without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. Again, my talk live in London last week, Recruitment Agency Expo. I hope it adds a lot of value. Guys, welcome. Hello. I'm feeling like this could be the end of the two days and everyone's just a bit knackered and they're like, oh, have I really got to listen to this guy? Has everyone got a bit of energy left just for the last half an hour or so? Um, I've literally just arrived, so to me this is the first 10 minutes of the expo, right? So I'm, hopefully I'll bring a bit of energy. But hopefully you guys know who I am or might know who I am. I'm Sean Anderson, the founder of Hoxo Media. Um, and today I want to talk to you about personal branding and I want to give you some tips Five weekly habits that I believe any recruiter can adopt to build their brand specifically on LinkedIn. All right, so if this clicker works, um, this is what I'm gonna cover, okay? So I will try and keep it snappy, 20, 25 minutes, and I will definitely stick around for any questions at the end, all right? Um, people still coming in? All right, so today I wanna to talk about what is a personal brand. I believe there's been another personal branding chat on yesterday or so. so hoping that either you've been to that and you think mine's better at the end, let me know, or uh, you might hear some of the same stuff, hopefully it'll be a slightly different twist, all right? But I truly believe in personal branding and I want to talk to you about why it's important, okay? I want to talk to you why you should view your LinkedIn profile as a personal website, okay? Everyone knows companies need websites, it's like the normal thing to have. But I don't believe there's that much difference between your, your website and your personal profile on LinkedIn right now. Okay. Why you should drive traffic to your profile, just like you do to a website, through daily outreach. We'll talk to you about that. How to turn phone calls into social posts. I've got a methodology around it I want to talk to you about. And finally, my mother's favorite saying. My mum was a driving instructor. Worst year of my life learning with my mum. But anyway, she used to always say, fail to plan, plan to fail getting smashed the night before my driving lessons probably didn't help, but fail to plan plans. But I believe if you plan weekly your content on LinkedIn, it's, it's 10 times easier than just winging it. And finally, being consistent beats going viral. Okay. I think a lot of people have this desire on LinkedIn to blow up the internet, to go viral, to get millions of views. And while it's, it's great, I don't believe it's the, it's the end game that we need. I think we need to think more about consistency than vi the virality, if that's a word. I believe it's a word. So, what is a personal brand and why you need one? So what is a personal brand? I ask this question all the time and I get so many variations of the answer from people, especially in the recruitment sector. I'm currently working with about, well, exactly 2,700 recruiters around the world 
on this topic, right? And every time I ask this question to people, I get slightly different variations. But what I believe a personal brand is, is the perception that people have of you based on your knowledge, your skills, your behavior, who you are, right? And you may have heard this before, but personal branding is not a new thing, okay? It's a buzzword in recruitment for sure, but it's not a new thing. You've all had personal brands your whole life. At school, in your friendship groups, at home, you've got a personal brand already. And you build it through your own behavior, the things you do. So when I was a recruiter, I was a recruiter for seven years, and I was a contract recruiter in London. And I, I didn't know it was a personal brand at the time, but I was obsessed with coming across as being thorough. Just raise a hand if, you, if, you can, if you're confident enough, if you work in contract recruitment or have ever worked in contract recruitment. Anyone, right? You'll probably be familiar with the phrase of like, you know, um, wide boy recruiters, slapdash recruitment, really fast paced. Perm recruiters in our office used to think we were just lunatics in the corner that spoke fast, walked fast, did things fast, right? But I was convinced that actually if I was thorough in a contract environment, but I kept up the pace, I would be different, okay? And that led me to act that way. I remember candidates used to say, Sean, I've not had an interview like that from a contract role before. And I'd be like, all I really did was copy my perm counterparts and just do it quicker. I always thought they were a little bit slow, to be fair. Um, but you can build it, right? You can manufacture the brand you want by thinking about it consciously. And too many people sleepwalk through life without really thinking, what do I want people to say about me? What do I want my candidates and clients to think? What, do, what, what words would they say if I left the room? Right, you don't need to shout out or anything like that, but I want to ask you the question in your head, how long do you spend on the phone each day? And I don't mean Zoom calls, right? We're all stuck to Zoom calls. I live on Zoom calls. First time I've seen anyone in person for two years. Well, not anyone, that'd be a bit weird, but anyone in a, in a setting like this, right? But if you think about the outreach time, the time on the phone, just trying to get older people, how long do you think you spend doing that each day? Industry average right now is probably just pushing one hour maximum, okay? So the time we spend doing the things we were all trained to do in our, in our careers, get older people, get older people. It's getting less and less across the industry. Now you might be slightly higher than that, but that's the industry average. Now, second question I've got for you, how long do you spend using LinkedIn all day? Raise your hand if you have the tab open from the second you wake up to the second you go to bed. And then you check your fucking phone at night before you sleep, right? John Gordon knows he does, right? Truth is, across the sector, the tab is open all day. And the average recruiter spends four hours using it, right? Now, if you think that four hours is productive, you live on a dream planet, right? Most of the time, it's scrolling, it's reading shite, and it's wasting. It's this most socially acceptable... Sorry, it's the most professionally acceptable social media site to sack the day off with, right? So many recruiters are in your office, they're checking candidates. No, they're not. They're wasting time, right? Trust me, four hours a day is a long time. Do you feel like you spent more time on it since the pandemic began? Since we all got split up two years ago? Yeah? The answer is LinkedIn published a survey last year that across the world, not just recruitment consultants, the average person has doubled their daily time on LinkedIn since the pandemic began, okay? So you can guarantee that not just you, but your candidates and your clients are also, they're spending more time there. And you've got to ask yourself this, if you're in this room, I hope you say yes to this, because if not, just leave the room, just get out, stop wasting your time, right? If your current candidates and clients and future prospects are on LinkedIn, then you, you really should be taking this so seriously right now. Because there's 800 million members on the platform globally. 
800 million. That's enough for everyone here to be a million pound biller 10 times over, right? More than you could ever want is on the platform. So why have I told you this? Well, our sector traditionally trains phone-based skills and leadership of people. That is it, right? Training has always been become a recruiter, lead other recruiters. That's it. But we know that less than 20% of a day on of a recruiter's day now is probably spent picking up the phone using those skills and majority of the day is spent on LinkedIn. So there's a gap, there's a huge gap. And most people don't know what to do. So I believe building a personal brand, if you figure it out, it allows you to reach clients, hidden people, untapped opportunity. I, I've just literally posted a picture on LinkedIn just before I came out here. Let's have a look now. With my old colleague Hishem, who's outside. 965 views in 13 minutes, I think. 965 views. How long would that take me to call 965 people? Not that they'd want to know that story, but still. It's incredible how fast you can get older people. You can engage existing candidates and clients through LinkedIn, right? Hopefully, if you guys are connecting to your first degree network, being the people in your market, well, let's rephrase that. I guarantee everyone in this room has had a moment in their career where they've gone, I really should ring those clients a bit more. You've probably planned Friday, I'm going to ring them, ring my candidate network on a Friday, I'll have a good chat, I'll catch up with them. And then you don't do it. And you go, I really think I should phone my existing network more. The truth is, none of us do it. We never will do it. There's not enough time in the day and we're always trying to do deals, right? When you post on LinkedIn daily, you can engage them without having to pick up the phone every day. I got a message today going, some guy, I don't even know him, and he's just literally messaged me going, hi, Sean. Great to connect. I feel like you're an old friend after listening to your podcast. I don't even know the guy, but I'm his old mate. Love it. Brilliant. Right? So you can engage people that you don't know and people that you do know. You can get your message out faster. I've already said 1,000 views in 12 minutes. It's possible. You can be recognized. Raise your hand if on a daily basis you reach out to people who do not know who you are or your agency. Come on, don't lie. Yeah? Now, do you think it'd be easier if more people recognized you? More people knew the name of your brand and you as an individual? Of course it would. I ask this question on the academy all the time. How often do you get phone calls from people you don't know? Most people say all the time. How often do you engage with them people? 50% of the time. How often do you buy anything off them? Almost never. And the reason is always trust. Don't trust them, could be a scam. People recognize you, the trust is being built. When you send DMs to people, most recruiters post jobs and send DMs all day. When you send DMs to people and they know who you are, the response rates go up, without a doubt. Big Craig at the back, look at that fringe. Not seeing that for a few years. And eventually, not overnight, eventually you'll receive inbound business. You'll start to get candidates coming to you. You'll start to get jobs called in. Because people are like, that guy, that girl is great. But how do you do it? So how do you turn these views into the right quality leads that you can rely on? I call it eyeball to phone call, all right? Some people on LinkedIn are obsessed with views and dopamine hits, likes. I'm not interested in that. I'm more interested in how do we take it from LinkedIn to the phone, to the meeting? How do we actually generate some business from it, right? Because there's literally no point in being LinkedIn famous if you don't make more money at work. Like, do you all agree with that? It's like, I'd rather engage a thousand people and make some money than a million people and make no fucking money, right? Get a new job, waste of time. So I'm all about the process of one to the other. So 
the first thing you've got to do is view your website, your, your profile as a website. And I'm going to show you, right, how to structure your profile. Really basic things. Your headshot. Can you clearly see your face and are you smiling? I'm asking that question. Put your hand up if you're smiling on your LinkedIn profile. Drop your hand if you're smirking. Right, see if you've ever dropped. The amount of miserable bastards on LinkedIn is unbelievable. Honestly, if you walked in a shop and they said hello, you'd be like, I'm straight out, right? But it's massive. It, 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 it genuinely matters. You don't need a professional camera. All right, we've got professional cameras in the room, but you can use an iPhone. My shot is an iPhone. It doesn't have to be professional anymore. Keep the background simple. I'm sick of being people like in cars and you can see their seatbelt or the, on like Skyline, London. Yeah, you live in London. Wicked. Who cares, right? And final question, which is not on the slides, but how recent is your, is your profile in the last year? Put your hand up. Is your picture in the last year? Can anyone guess? Or, <laughs> on my academy, 2,700 people. I always ask this question. How, how old is your LinkedIn profile? The oldest, the oldest profile pic I've heard in the last few months, 23 years old. This guy got married when he was 22 and he's 45 and he's still got it up there. I said, do you look like that? He goes, no, I've not got a fucking hair on my head. <laughs> but it was his best photo. I'm like, Tr trust me, catfish is a real thing, right? So I'm not expecting anything new there, but smile, keep it relevant, keep it recent. Your headline. Often, your default setting on LinkedIn will pull your job title as the headline. That is the little line here underneath your, underneath your name, right? If it just says recruiter at, CEO at, recruitment consultant at, managing director at, it doesn't really say a lot about you, okay? So my advice is take one sentence, delete it, and write a sentence that says what you do. So connecting the best JavaScript developers with great businesses in Australia is much better than saying recruitment consultant at precision sourcing. Do you agree, right? Because no one, if they don't know who Precision are, they're not going to know. Okay? Your banner image at the back. Again, too many skylines of London for my liking. <laughs> so many of them. So many company logos, they're great. Again, if no one knows what your company do, where I'm getting with this is you want, in two seconds, three maximum, someone needs to know exactly what you do. 800 million people on the platform. They haven't got time to find it. They're not going to scroll all day. But if they go JavaScript development, recruitment, boom, that's relevant, or it's not. They move on or they connect. Make it relevant. So I believe your banner image at the back should be your business card. Should say what you do in real clear letters. You can have a logo, you can even have a London skyline if you want, but make sure you get what you do on there again. So you can repeat this line in big bold letters. Because you've got to make a first impression count. Okay? And then your bio, this bit here underneath. Hands up if it's just a blurb about your company. Anyone honest enough to say that it is? Yeah. A lot of people just, I don't know what it is about this blurb about the company. Some people just have their number, like, like it's a Tinder profile, like, call me. That ain't going to work. Um, my advice is write it in the first person, because it's your bio, not your company's bio. You can write that underneath. And then focus on the customer. So always, I start with talking about the client or the candidate. You know, Do you have a growth plan? in your development team? Are you struggling to find .NET developers in, I don't know, Zimbabwe, wherever you recruit, right? Go straight to the jugular, because when people read it, if they, know, if they believe you understand their pain, they're more likely to engage. If they, think, if they hear a story about how great you are and how you've been in 14 years drinking coffee and recruitment and how you love it, I think they're going to switch off and move. So you've got to engage people quick, okay? 
And finally, there's a section here called Featured Content. Check it out today if you already haven't. It's an amazing way of pinning your website, video content, and anything you put on LinkedIn to your, it's like a highlights reel on LinkedIn, okay? This, next week, this video will be pinned on my featured section so you can all go back and watch it. It keeps things fresh on your LinkedIn. All right, my whole point of this is, first impressions count, three seconds, people need to see what you do and quite quickly feel who you are and, and build a bit of trust. Okay, too many recruiters are vague and they don't do anything about it. Okay, the next thing is, I ask this question, if you could fill a room with the very people you wanna do business with, who would they be? Like, I, you know, you guys are hopefully the type of people I wanna do business with, but you've gotta imagine LinkedIn in the same way. Do you have a strategy every day to connect to people outside of just filling jobs? Are you connecting to those people that you wanna do business with? Because LinkedIn allows us to have 30,000 connections most recruiters cap out about 5,000, right? And then they think they've made it. I know everyone, I'm a market, I'm, I'm the man. Truth is you don't, and there's always new people coming into a sector. So I'm a big believer in time taken versus results, right? Every day I teach people to, co to, to, to connect with 20 people. 20 people every day. That's 100 a week, that's the limit LinkedIn allows. 20 a day every day, if you've got a 50% connection acceptance rate, that's 50 a week. Over 50 weeks a year, that's 2,500 of the right people a year. Do you think you'll make more money if you connect to 2,500 of the right people each year? Yeah? Not talking about your mates, I'm not talking about random people who are trying to sell you shit, I'm talking about your market, the things you recruit. Okay? Most people don't spend that time every day. They get to a point in their career and they give up. You've got to keep doing it. And then another question for you, how many people do you engage with? Put your hand up if you want more engagement on your own LinkedIn profile. Be honest, I'd love to have more views, I'd love to have more people liking, commenting, right? I do, too. everyone does. But I believe it's a give and take scenario, okay? Ask yourself, you don't have to answer this to me, but ask yourself, do you put the work in? It's like coming to a networking event today. If you don't go and speak to anyone, I guarantee you're gonna leave with nothing. LinkedIn's the same. If you go out there every day and you engage with people, you comment, you like, there's a chance you'll get engagement, but also there's more chance people start doing the same with you. It's not a selfish, it's too selfish to believe people will engage with you for, without doing it back. So, once you've done your 20 connections, I believe 10 likes and comments every day can take you five minutes. Just, just 10, okay? 10 likes and comments, I do it every morning. And then I send five DMs, usually via voice note. So what I do is I connect with people, and when they accept, a day or two later, I comment and like their shit. And then when they engage, because they always reply, they always reply, thank you, Sean, blah, blah. Then I'll send them a voice note and say, hey, thanks for your engagement, blah, 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 blah. We'd love to have a chat to you. If not, keep in touch. You'll be surprised how many people open up the conversation. And I've got recruiters all over the world doing it. It's game changing. But it's a simple process to follow. You've got to do it every day. It takes 15 minutes. All right, how do we turn phone calls into social posts? Hands up if you're not the most creative person in the world. If you don't think you're, you, you wouldn't want to write a, you, I don't know if you're doing it, but you're pretty creative right now on your LinkedIn. <laughs> Some of your videos are insane, right? But I'm not, all right? I'm not, if you ask me to write a story today and make people laugh, useless. Ask me to talk about the things I know, I find it quite easy, right? This guy, Gary Vee, is probably the most famous guy in marketing on the planet. He talks about documentation, don't create. Document versus create. I personally believe that you've got more content ideas in your head now based on what you're talking about on the phone than you could ever have sitting down and writing stories and scripts and stuff, right? And it's, it's not sustainable. So, 
Stick to what you know. Okay? Every time you get asked the question, what's the market like, which is the number one question in the market, record your answer. All right? To be honest, I always reply with the question, market's pretty busy. What do you specifically want to know? Whenever I do that, people then give me a specific question like, will I get a job based on this? Would I get a salary increase of this? Once I get that question, I write it down. I write down my answer and boom, I'll put that on LinkedIn. Okay? The amount of times people say to me, when's the best time to post on LinkedIn? I talk about it a lot because I know people care. Yeah? So when you, when you document your answers from the phone, you're not actually creating anything. You just ask, you're being asked a question, you answer it, you write down your answer, you post the answer on LinkedIn. Okay? Piano, have you ever tried that before? Have you ever done something similar? You took an FAQ from the desk and put it on LinkedIn. All right, well, that's the one takeaway I want every one of you to try. If you take anything from this session, try it. It's so easy, okay? The second thing is be human. LinkedIn's changed, okay? Like, I put this post up, LinkedIn's not Facebook, don't put your pictures of your dogs up, blah, 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 and I get loads of engagement. LinkedIn did a survey in 2021. They asked over a million people, why do you go to LinkedIn every day? The fourth answer out of 10, the fourth in, a row, in, in the 10 was jobs. Number one was entertainment. Now, like I told you, people sack off on LinkedIn. People like to connect. It's becoming, whether you like it or not, it is becoming more like Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. It is becoming it. You, you can fight it all day and say, I don't like it, or you can get on board. And it's up to you. But people don't just want to consume business content, okay? Sharing a little bit each week about your life or each month about the things you're up to. Connect. I've got a client who posted about playing golf and how great it was to get back to the golf course. One of his customers messaged him going, shit, I've not played golf for ages. Don't you live near me? He said, yeah. They, they met up the following week. They played golf. He pulled a £130,000 salary roll playing golf. That would never have happened if he'd not posted about it. He's like, I'd never in a million years post that. I was like, I know. It's possible. We're all humans. We've all got stories to tell. And I don't believe the best recruiters just talk business. I believe you you, get, you have to get to know people. You have to be open. And it's about doing that on LinkedIn now. So in 2022, it's powerful to start sharing that. Little bits about your personality each week. And then sharing your wins. Put your hand up if you believe. If I say share your wins, talk about your success, you might think, that looks like I'm arrogant. I'm big-headed. Wolf of Wall Street. Does, anyone, does that come to your mind, first and foremost? Bit big-headed. Every time I say this, the recruiter's like, oh, don't look like an arsehole if I talk about how good I am. I'm like, yeah, if you, if, you, if you say it like that, you will. Um, but the truth is, there is no league table in recruitment, right? I can't go online and look at the Premier League of recruitment agents in your market and go, oh, Grace Personnel, number one, brilliant. Fin Finley James are number three, right? I can't do that. So you've got to talk about your successes, but how you deliver your successes is the most powerful bit. This guy, Michael Murray, he did a post. I can't click through, but he te emailed me and he said, Sean, this simple post from last week that I showed him, Got 11,800 views. That should say likes, 272 likes, 48 comments, and a lot of interview. He did a deal off it. And all he wrote was, it's a brilliant feeling to place an ANZ HR director with a blue chip multinational during COVID with interviews virtually. And he wrote something like, an amazing candidate joining a brilliant company. You know, it's made my day. Something like that. Subtly, he's told you he works with ANZ, Australia, New Zealand, HR director, top of the tree execs, in blue chip multinationals, and he cares. Not one comment was negative. No one thought he was an arsehole. People were like, this guy's pretty good. 
how you share, how you share your successes counts. If I said, I am over the moon to have 100 people in a room to listen to me today, that's a bit different than going, check me out with 100 people watching me, how good is that? I'm saying the same thing, 100 people. I'm, I'm letting people know, I've got 100 people watching me. But how I connect emotionally makes the difference, okay? So anyway, there's always a glass half empty mindset to this. I'm asking you to look at the glass half full. Think about what might happen. If you post personal stuff, you give away free advice based on what you said on the phone, and then you share your wins. You're human, you're knowledgeable, and you're good at what you do. And I, don't, I don't believe anyone in our sector would not want those three things to be connected to their personal brand. Also, you can tag your candidates, old candidates, new candidates, tag your clients, like get involved with them. And then as I said, play, fail to plan, plan to fail, right? So I do believe, put your hand up if you, if you do post anything on LinkedIn, it's just on the day. You wing it, you get up, you're like, I've got to put a job on, I've got to write something on LinkedIn, all right? Most people do. But the life of a recruiter is incredibly unpredictable. I reckon this week alone you've had a day where you came in with a plan and by 8 o'clock the, the plan's gone to pot, right? People are smirking because it's true. So I don't think it's a, it's a sustainable model to turn up every day and come up with content ideas. So like most things in life, planning helps, right? And freedom lives in a structure. So when you've got a plan, it makes life a lot easier. And this is what I believe, right? So don't try and plan more than one week ahead. Okay, set aside at least an hour a week to write three posts. That's all I believe you need to do. So if you spend 15 minutes connecting with people each day, just put an hour in your diary each week and say, right, I'm gonna come up with three posts. And this is what it should look like. One planning session, three social posts a week, and five days a week. Just engage with people on LinkedIn. Likes, comments. Take a photo of that if you want, okay? It's so simple. Now I'm getting about a million views a month on LinkedIn. My clients are going, some are getting much more than me. By just following that, it's not that, it's, it's, it's not easy, but it's not complex. A bit like a recruitment job. It's just about consistency. Couple of examples of success. Amma here, my business partner. Look comes from hard work. The advice my dad gave me, personal story. Look at the engagement, hundreds of likes. Pete Watson in Australia. Recruitment leaders might not want to hear this, but if you're mo not moving with the times as a business, you run the risk of major things negatively impacting, blah, 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 blah. Valuable content from the phone, loads of likes. Ryan Kelly in Australia, this story is amazing, by the way. I'm going to read it out. Your resume is not the reason you're not getting noticed. In the last couple of weeks, we've been fortunate enough to fill three senior roles of 150K, and guess what? We didn't advertise them, and we certainly didn't require any candidate to put a jazzy face list on, on their CV. These candidates are people that I've known for years. We keep in touch, and they're in my black book of contacts. I know a lot of people treat talking to recruiters like going to the dentist. In fact, I'm sure many reading this would prefer to get a tooth removed than chat to someone in a, with an oversized compendium. Can anyone remember what a compendium was? But consider this approach. Find a recruiter who knows your market inside out, someone who's got a track record of placing roles that would be of interest to you. And once you feel like you've met a good one, treat them like a career coach. Meet them every six months. You might get a free coffee out of it. This pandemic has shown us anyone can lose their job, so don't wait till the next disaster. Get out there, find a career coach that'll help you along the way. Nine, 893 likes. I don't even need to ask. That candidates think this guy's a smart bloke. I bet there's so many people going, he's got a point. I would prefer to get a tooth out than fucking talk to half of them, but there's good, we're all, there's good and bad in every sector. 
thank you so much for taking the time to choose to listen to me. I know you could have done so many better things with your day. Um, hopefully I've added some value, hopefully I've sparked some interest, and uh, hopefully I'll be working with some of you in the future. Take care, and I'll see you all soon. Thank you, as always, for listening to today's show. I truly, truly hope that you got value from it. That's the only reason I take time every week is to ensure that my audience, future and existing recruitment owners are learning from each other to make this industry that I love so much stronger. Today's episode was brought to you by Hoxo Media. I am the CEO and founder of Hoxo Media and we are the world's leading content marketing and personal branding agency for recruitment businesses specifically. So we are working with over 200 agencies and 2000 recruiters right now both managing the brands, producing content, building written video podcast content for niche recruitment agencies all over the world, as well as coaching at a desk level, individual recruiters in your businesses, how to be better on LinkedIn. That's how to brand themselves. That's how to produce content. That's how to use the opportunity on LinkedIn to get traffic to their profiles and turn that into business. We're coaching people all over the world every single day. If any of that sounds of interest, please do visit www.hoxomedia.com or drop me, Sean Anderson, a personal message on LinkedIn. and would love to talk to you. Tune in again next week. That's live on LinkedIn. Or you can catch the show on the following Monday from 6am on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I'll see you soon.